Welcome to the Career Pro Inc. podcast. We're here with Rylan O'Connor and John O'Connor here. And we're going to talk about what college students should know about careers. All right. We don't know exactly where this is going to take us. So I'm going to let a college student now who's not necessarily looking at graduating this year, but you're already having to think about jobs. I will say this, Rylan, some college students, we're, we're here in 2022, some college students look out and kind of have their career life planned out. Their dad did this or their mom did this and they're going to follow in their footsteps as a nurse, an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever. Or you're in a liberal arts degree. I'd like to speak to those folks, probably maybe more than the engineers of the world, but I think this hopefully will be helpful. We'll, we'll spend a few minutes uh, talking about that issue. So what are some of the questions you or your peers or some of the older people that are getting closer to graduation might have, or what are your thoughts, and, or just make me <laughs> keep rolling on this subject? Thanks, John. Being in college, there's a lot of uh, a lot of you know a lot of learning going on, and not just learning what we're studying, but learning about the world itself and and where we fit in and and what it looks like once we're finally done grabbing this education and, and getting out with it. Something I'm wondering is what is something to expect coming out of college that we as college students may not necessarily really be thinking about at this moment. Well. It depends on what kind of a college system you're in. I mean, some some colleges is just so straightforward. I mean, you're you're in you're in uh, some kind of a training program to do, you know, like a nurse's uh, physician assistant, let's say, or a welder. Like our community college system is so great in this country, really, to train you for a specific role or get you ready for, let's say, a four-year college or degree. You know, it's almost like prep school for that or it trains you for a certain role. I think those people, I think your, your question is, like, some people kind of know their path. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, getting involved professionally in organizations and associations related to that path before you're in it would be super smart because you're already networking. So I think the people that feel like they've got this straight line goal and go for it, they need to start networking in that field. Don't just let the degree or the certification win the day. You need to start being advanced about networking and <clears throat> connecting because it this, people hire people they like, know, and trust. So don't forget that, even if you're getting a specialization. For the people that aren't, that, that are kind of determining their path and they're figuring out different things and going through a lot of different thoughts in their career and haven't, you know, you're, it's not like, oh, I know I'm going to work for ESPN for the next 20 or 30 years. Let's say you're in communications at at our one of our colleges or universities. Okay, we can't completely depend on that. That's that can be a fickle job and career. But let's let's talk about it. I mean, I, if you're if you're going that path, you should do the same thing as I mentioned for the people that are more clear-minded in exactly what they want to do: nurses, aide, physician assistant, engineer. Uh, you should also network in those industries to get to know what it's really like. Job shadow is a good idea where you would work with someone for a little while. Internship is brilliant. I've known some younger people that did an internship. So sure they're going to follow this path as whatever. They, they did an internship. It just complete like it turned them off. Not, not that the people were bad, but they were just like, I know now that I definitely don't want to do this. Or 
they get a leg up on their competition by doing, you know, an internship over the next couple of summers to get them ready. So those are just some thoughts right away. As a media student, I, I like that you mentioned networking. As a media student, networking is it's everything for, for me. I need to know people. I need to make connections. I need to get into this industry and learn more how it works before I'm actually working in it. That being said, networking can feel a little bit superficial. It can feel a little bit like, I want something, you can give it to me, let's see how we can get this transaction done. How, how do you network in a way that feels more genuine, that you're actually connecting with someone and less that you're trying to get something from someone? Well, let's, <clears throat> let's talk about the fundamentals because I teach this and I work with professionals, by the way, of all ages in properly networking because networking can just be I sent a LinkedIn request you know I asked this I wanted to talk to this person so I asked him if I could pick their brain I mean I don't even like that phrase okay mm. just maybe because I'm too literal but <laughs> you know that's like but the idea is you're taking something from them mm. that they're giving you or they're you're almost like non-voluntarily giving you I mean that's a little bit of networking is kind of created that impression or you feel like, you know, this is awkward for me. It, it feels awkward even for some of us that are considered good networkers because it's all about relating to people and you don't know what their hot buttons are. You don't know whether they even want to talk to you or they will spend five minutes, but it's all in how you do it. So let's just talk about fundamentals. Number one, I think it's brilliant to be to do what you did with me a couple, a few days ago, you, I knew someone in the entertainment field that has edited movies and, and TV shows that are popular. Ten, it was one of my clients in North Carolina. He said, hey, would you be willing to introduce that person to me? And I made a warm introduction. And you're following through with that. And you're going to either sit down with him one-on-one -on -one, or you've asked to ask a few questions to get his, here's a word I like, perspective on his career so that you in the next two years could make a better decision. So it's, the, it's in the words that you use. It's in the approach that you have. And sometimes you have to get coaching from me or someone like me or someone to say, hey, what would be the right way to approach this person? Not because, oh, they're so great and you know, they can't be touched and you, you, you shouldn't talk to them. It's like, I think people appreciate the, the way you approach them. So be a little artistic and creative and and positive about the way you approach them. It can be as simple as, you know, I'd love to know more about what you do and I'm intrigued by this field, but I don't know if I want to go into it full time and you could give me a great perspective. I mean, who's not going to respond to that? If they don't, find someone else. But you can meet those people at association meet, you can meet them on campus, you can talk to different folks. Don't just take one person's perspective, get a wide variety. Long before you start in the field and come back to me or someone like me or career coach, three to five years later going, you know, I, everything in this field just wasn't what it was cracked up to be. I mean, I just talked to someone who was going into and she had friends going to acting. Mm -hmm. She was like, I'm so glad I didn't do that. Now, how many people mm -hmm. do you hear that want to be famous today that would say <laughs> that? She was like, I, I already know what a grind it's been for even people that have worked and, you know, been in movies, been in shows, been in that. Like, in between jobs, it's just mentally torturing. And she said, I, I didn't like that lifestyle. And I knew I wouldn't. You know, and I think most people would think she's crazy because, like, it's great to be rich and famous. I think it's probably greater to be rich uh, than famous, based on what I know. But uh, <clears throat> and some of the things my brother's been in, some you know, 
commercials out in the West Coast. He's not famous, you know, like an actor or whatever, but he, he's told me the kind of real story behind it. So those are some of my thoughts. Like, and do the fundamentals. Look at the person's background. Find out if you have anything you, rec- you can relate to. Ask someone to introduce them to you. I mean, that's the brilliant kind of ways to network. But start there, and you can work on more. I like how you were talking about going into acting and how this person said to themselves, wow, I'm so glad I I didn't do that. And that kind of brings me to my next question. Um, Is knowing what you don't want just as important as knowing what you do want in a career? I'm just going to say yes, and we don't even have to spend that much time on that topic because, (laughs) again, as I mentioned, I've had people who are, are, in fact, attorneys, and I'm not picking on that field. That's a particularly interesting thing to study i mean the law it's it's how our country's built uh it's so interesting i mean i one of the things that's so interests me is constitutional law for example i mean i could i would love to just audit a course on that every other year or something because it's just so interesting it's the formation of our country but the all the aspects of law that you can go into you know, might not be for everyone. And if if you find that out early, you're not going later, hey, I, you know, I, I love studying the law. I got my bar. I did all this stuff. And I don't know if I want to practice or maybe I want to use this to do something else. So I think it's better to know that before you mount up and do all the skills or, you know, or you find it find that out. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, a no or a closed door or something you close the door on that you thought you would do. Uh, don't beat yourself up for it, number one. And number two is know that you can pivot mm-hmm. in almost any career path you, you were going down and then decide, you know, I'm not sure I want that. Pivot. Say I come out of school and uh, I'm networking and I talk to somebody and I get a perfect opportunity to land my dream job. However, I'm not a big fan of uh, this employer interpersonally. Is knowing what you don't want interpersonally important in your career? Or is is it more important to focus on developing your career early, even when you're working for people you don't like, and then to move on and you have a little bit more agency in who you work with? Well, that's a tough one because that just gets into a lot of things that happen that you know, we probably should talk about more or it's talked around, it's not talked about because it's like, okay, you have this job that you really want in a a career area that you like, but the people, let's just say the people are, there's some toxicity, Mm. there's some bullying, there's just, it just doesn't feel right boss-wise or whatever. I mean, they say, many people say that you don't, people don't leave companies, they leave leave their bosses, okay? Mm. So let's think about that. That's a reality. But I'm going to say something a little bit different because, you know, toward college students. And I don't want this to be taken the wrong way because I'm walking a fine line here. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes you have to put up with some difficult personalities. Right. Not toxic, not abusive, but difficult personalities that you have to sort of bear down and learn how to deal with in certain industries, careers, jobs. For hopefully it's a temporary period of time. If it's so, you know it's toxic, you know, even early career when there's pressure put on you. I've, I've heard that some people, let's say in the consulting field, I, I remember hearing stories, and this is not uncommon, where they're working 80 hours a week on Wall Street. Right. And uh, there was a 
kid that died at his desk, I think from the stress of all that, like not that long ago, and it probably happens more than we think, just because the employer thought, hey, they're in one of the greatest fields, we're paying them a lot, we're going to work their butts off because, you know, they're young people and they can take it. And, you know, I, I know that, let's say your generation or generation around it sometimes, well, they're, you know, they're all distracted and they want lifestyle and they're not willing mm -hmm. to pay the price like we did. There's, there's a little bit of that attitude, it just is, mm -hmm. uh, about that kind of younger, it always is about the younger generation. Sure. But at the same time, you have to go, you know, I'm working with some really difficult people. Am I learning something in how to work with difficult people so that I can apply this later? Or is this just really taking a beating on me? And I would just... I think you have to know yourself well enough that if it's anything physical, mental health wise, otherwise it's really affecting you and you don't seem to be able to adapt, you have to get out of there, even if you're paid well. I've had people stick with jobs, they're paid very well, and it, it cost them. You know, they, there was something that cracked mentally, usually, even before physical. So you have to be careful of that. So again, I think there's some there's some worthiness to learning how to get along with difficult people, and you ought to really specialize that, no matter in what career. But at the same time, know those limits. I'd love to know if you have any tips in dealing with difficult people. I know, <laughs> I know that you're the you're the absolute king of uh, of working um, with personalities and understanding people. So what is your insight in dealing with difficult people and difficult I, personalities? I, wow, that's a whole nother. We'll, we'll do a series of podcasts on that. <laughs> I would, you know, like. All of us who are in the people business, whether it's, you know, like in mind, outplacement, recruiting, coaching, things like that, talent, they say these days. I mean, I, I don't know that I always feel like I don't know enough mm -hmm. about how to deal with people. And in fact, I was just referring to one of my clients that I feel like I need to reread re the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People Every Single Year. And one of my friends, I remember, who recommended that book after college to me and I started reading, I was like, this is nothing like I thought. Right. I thought like how to win friends and influence people. Dale Carnegie was all about, you know, like memorizing people's first names or mm -hmm. something. I don't know what I thought, but it wasn't like the correct full mindset. But he said, he said, you'll read this. If you read this every year, every other year, it's like, it'll, you'll be reading a different book because wow. you'll be in a different place. And I told people that before. I'm like, I think I need to read that book. And there's many others now. Um, that talk about how to deal with people. A friends of mine, like Stan Phelps, written his Goldfish series, and there's just so many, you know, wonderful, interesting authors and friends. Uh, Dave Rendell, Carrie Hannon, uh, John Rennie, one of our clients who writes on leadership. Like, I don't think you can learn enough about leadership, even if you're not put initially in a position of big leadership, how to be a better leader, how to recognize better leaders, how to go for companies that have great leadership and mm -hmm. care about their folks and have have that mindset of, of really taking care of people. But I, I, if I'm the king, the only reason I got to be the king is because I've, I've really mm -hmm. learned from others. And I think I've just had that total curiosity about how things work, how people make decisions. But again... Learning to deal with difficult people is just going to be a lifelong pursuit because they're going to come up to you. They're going to be in the supermarket. They're going to be in different mm -hmm. places. And I think we're all just trying to get along and get better at that. But, but I don't ever think you arrive. 
you never get kinged for that one. Uh, I know some people I really admire and how they've dealt with people or situations, but I find myself asking how all the time, like, how would you deal with this situation? What if this person says this? And I think if you have that curiosity and you keep asking questions and are a seeker, you're going to you're going to do great in your career because you're going to be looked at at someone who is trying to relate, trying to connect, trying to do those things. John, thank you so much for your insights and what college students should know about careers. Hope this helps. Just some nuggets. Happy 2022.